If you're in business, you probably have a website, but can your site handle your growth? How many visitors before your site slows down or crashes? What about storage and data security? From web hosting to virtual servers, Pair Networks provides the online infrastructure you need to start, grow, and flourish. When it comes to security and updates, don't worry, we've got you covered. Our 24-7 U.S.-based customer support is the best in the industry. No frustrating chatbots are sitting on hold for hours. Check out Pair.com today to learn more. That's P-A-I-R.com. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 142 of your favorite podcast, The Granite Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Brandon Long. And today, we're going to talk to you about being the lighthouse. Oh, man, I love this topic. It's going to be quick hitting, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And inside, Brandon and I share our Starbucks orders. Make sure to uh, try his out. Mine's a little bit boring. And let us know what you think. As always, Granite Podcast brought to you by Revive. Something's brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout. Leave us five stars. Share us with your friends i would greatly appreciate it i'll see you inside <laughs> okay megan got me this coffee venti iced coffee no classic sugar-free vanilla two stevia add cold foam dark cocoa foam sugar-free cinnamon dulce there's cold foam and there's dark cocoa foam okay so let me ask you what's the purpose of the foam I what wish I could tell you do? what the purpose of any of this is well so my issue is i'm looking at your drink and there's no foam there's no foam in the drink. Do you feel like that's because of it? I got it at a delayed time? I didn't get it immediately? It might have been, but every time I see Megan drink one too, there's never any foam on it. You guys talk about this foam, and it's like I'm expecting that, like I'm expecting there to be like a it's foam It's foamy on when top, you get it. Like when cappuccino? You, when you get it, it's more foamy. So then what's the purpose of not having... It's flavor. Is it? Mm-hmm. You want to try so it? So how do you make... I would love to try it. Okay. You want to try my black coffee with uh, no ingredients other than coffee? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to pass on that one. Whoa, that is good. <laughs> that is good. Huh? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. 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 So you see, like, there's like a little texture difference. You guys, you get the a lot of you are on your way to Starbucks right now. Get this: the venti iced coffee, <laughs> no classic, whatever that is. They'll know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Sugar-free vanilla, two stevia, add cold foam, dark cocoa foam, and sugar-free cinnamon dulce. That is good. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would love to switch you. You can probably finish the rest of it when I'm done because I that's never finish really, it. I don't. It's too sweet mm-hmm. to finish. Correct. But that's a really delicious drink. Um, I'd love to know what everyone's Starbucks order is. See, I just get black coffee. I just always, I'm not a coffee guy, um, but I, I just I always get black coffee. You're you get that placebo. Yeah, yeah. It, it like makes me feel mm-hmm. like the caffeine and it's too low to really actually do much. Even though I don't have much caffeine, it's yeah more so like when you're drinking coffee, you just kind of feel like you're supposed to be productive. Correct. And man, let me tell you, I have dominated this morning. Wow, we, we've we've done some stuff. Wow, and I forgot we we dumped. Mm-hmm. We we got rid of a bunch of shit we had to get rid of. Yep. I cut off the fucking things on top of the ceiling. That was trashy for a second. That was trashy for a second. We were living like some hillbilly backwoods <laughs> stuff, like some hills. Did, you t- did we tell the podcast what happened? No, we didn't. So, so um, we had this water leak, and we still haven't been able to get the part for it. The leak was in the like, attic. Yeah, the, yeah, the leaks in the attic. And it. Long story short, it kept leaking, and it made everything super wet. This is during the winter um, after the snow apocalypse happened down here, and everything um, got. 
you know, soaked around it. And we had a cooler catching on the water and the cooler got too heavy and <laughs> fell through the fucking roof <laughs> in the garage. The good news is by the time that was going to happen, I had already realized what our destiny was. And so I wasn't parking my BMW in the car underneath it anymore mm-hmm. in the garage mm-hmm. underneath anymore. I was parking out, but you know what fucking happened today? What? I went in there, closed the garage door, I hit the garage door button and nothing happened. What? Yeah, I didn't even tell Steven about it yet. The good thing about the garage, I, so I actually want to get the a new garage, garage door. Shut. Yeah. Well, no, I shut it manually. Okay. Like, I've wanted to get a new garage door, actually, like one that matches the front door. Um, I, I need to make sure in the HOA, like, we're clear to do that. I mean, you could just but, paint it. We don't get a, need to get a whole new garage door. Stephen, don't listen to him. Listen okay, to me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, let me know what you guys think of this uh, dark cocoa, cold cocoa, bullshit cocoa foam uh, that you're getting in your drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a podcast today. It was really an LOL. I pulled up a podcast. I was showing Brandon how um, the, the Mindset Mentor does his. Rob Dial, fantastic podcast, really good stuff. Um, actually, he lives here in Austin, Texas as well. Um, would love to connect and network with that guy. He's, he's absolutely fantastic. So if any of you guys have ends with Rob Dial, um, hook it up because we have very similar mindsets. Um, he was talking in his podcast, and I was just listening to it, really trying to get a vibe of how he conducts the shorter podcast because us going to five days a week, like we're not doing five one-hour podcasts a week. Like I'm sure you guys – I think everyone kind of wants them to be like a little bit – like on the short end, like people listen more to 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but our playtime's always been exceptional. I don't know if you ever looked at playtime on Libsyn. It's like 94%. Like people listen like 94% of the podcast. Damn, that's pretty good. On average, 140 episodes. That's in. really good. Yeah, the average podcast is like in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So like we're doing really good. Yep. Um, but Rob Dial was talking in this podcast I was listening to about, um, I, I believe it's called This Is How We Changed the World. And he actually had some points in there that's really funny because of things that I've alluded to recently in podcasts or some things I've talked to clients about recently. And I was like, oh, dude, we need to kill a podcast on this like today before we go train. Um, and he had a lighthouse analogy, and that's obviously where the title comes from is Be the Lighthouse. And he said it really well. Um, you want to change the world, but you don't ever want to change yourself. And y- you have to understand, So, so, or you want to change other people. You want to change the world around you. You want to change your day-to-day interaction with the world, right? But you won't look internally. You don't want to change what you're doing, your habits, your actions, you know, X, Y, Z, all stuff, okay? Think about how hard it is to just change yourself. It's really difficult. Like, whenever we have a new anything, and anything that you get into, think about your fitness, think about your, your training, think about all this stuff. It is a constant practice to get better at these things and to push yourself further with all of these things. Yeah, right? because like the first thing you gotta you gotta come to realize when you're going to change something about yourself that something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. really tough for a it's lot of people. It's the acceptance. Like step one is the acceptance. Yeah, it's understanding step two what is, needs to happen. Yeah, step two is like having a vision mm-hmm. of like where you need to go, and then step three is the actual you know planning, and then step four is like an implementation, right? right? And most people won't look internally for things that are wrong. And I've been a, you know, I, I've been someone who did this in the past as well. And I mean, we all inherently do it to some extent, right? It's human nature mm-hmm. to like, well, it's I'm not the problem. Like you're the problem, right? No matter how. Um, unintentionally malicious you are in that, like unintending to, you know, do that with malicious, 
um, act involved, it, it happens. It's, it's confirmation bias that we all kind of share with our um, own flaws and things that we all lack, right? So I want you to think about the lighthouse analogy. A lighthouse illuminates the sky in order to guide the boat to the harbor. A tugboat goes out and grabs the boat and pulls the boat into the harbor. One, I would consider effective leadership. And two, the second is more of a guidance leadership, right? Guiding leadership. Effective leadership is something that kind of builds and empowers and it, it leads by example. Lighthouse is tall and the light shines bright and it attracts the boat into the harbor because you're seeking out the light and so you gravitate towards that and eventually you end up on the harbor at your end destination, okay? The other is, you know, guiding leadership, which there's a time and a place for guiding leadership. Like if someone is not grasping a concept or something, you just kind of grab them a little short. Hey, this is the right way. This is what we are doing. This is what I need you to do. And now we walk through it with them rather than allowing them to kind of find their own way. That's not as empowering, right? They're going to reach that end destination. But next time they are probably going to need you again if you didn't effectively teach them and empower them with what they needed to get to that end destination, right? So what does this have to do with change the world? What does this have to do with being the change that you want to see in the world, all these things? So I want change in the world. There's a lot of things that I want. I want more economic equality, but I want capitalism to stay intact. I want there to be more racial equality. I want there to be more resources available for mental health and for folks who, you know, are undergoing bullying and things of the like. Um, I want there to not, you know, be such a cascade of homeless, um, you know, people, you know, I mean, yeah, just two days ago, I was driving downtown Austin. And I was like, man, when I moved here, like this wasn't an issue. Like now it's a problem. Nature of the beast, right? Like I want that to change, which comes with more economic equality. Um, I want there to be more resources available for people to become educated. Um, you know, I guess from like the university ranks or, um, you know, because we don't have anything better in place, but like, like I want these things I want, um, you know, I want us to solve worldwide hunger and like, I'm saying all these things, you might be sitting there thinking like, well, none of these are possible. I mean, they kind of are. And like, I'm not going to get political and stuff, but uh, I, I, I guess I am going to get slightly political here. If you look at how much money we spend on war. And then you look at about the estimated value of what it costs to fix these things. And it's like, hey, if we would, you know, focus more on solving humanitarian crisis, then, you know, we would have a lot less issues in this world. You know, instead, um, you know, it's kind of America's way to always be involved and always have their nose stuck somewhere where, you know, it's not really our business, right? So there's shit that I want changed too. So what do I do about this? Well, you know, 138, as you guys know, I kind of went on a rant and I talked about, dude, we, we do provide a lot of resources and we do um, cater to a lot of resources and we're actually starting a nonprofit resource of our own that's going to have, um, you know, some initiative with mental health and bullying and things like that. Um, so, like, I believe that, you know, through that I'm being the change, okay? Um, like, I don't, I don't engage with trolls on social media, things like that. If I see a post that's just fucking stupid and, like, inaccurate... Um, you know, I don't fucking attack people because it's never a conversation. It's always going to be viewed as like an attack, mm -hmm. right? No matter how you word it. Right. 
So it's like, I would like to think that when I preach about handling your environment and your culture and all that stuff, that I surround myself with really good people. Um, and, you know, you see people who've left my life and they're not effective. Um, you know, they're not effective towards serving what I stand for in my environment, my culture. So like, I believe that I, I, I believe I'm walking the walk here. But it's always about, like you said, where can we be better? Mm -hmm. Like, there's places I'm lacking. Of course. Right? Like, there's a lot of imperfections that, you know, you and I both know I have and that, and that you have Absolutely. and that everyone around us has. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like always finding where we can be better. And, you know, look at the lighthouse. Like, I would like to think that I, I, I am a lighthouse. And I would like to think that, you know, as you get more and more into coaching, more and more to the podcast, more and all that stuff, that you are kind of becoming a lighthouse rather than a tugboat. We know a lot of tugboats. And, Absolutely. like, people underneath them just aren't very effective, mm -hmm. right? But like, lighthouses have issues, too, that need fixed and need built up. So it's like... It's, they, it's, they have their own maintenance. And, yeah, and they have a shit ton of maintenance. Sometimes the light goes out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like a little bit back, my light was out for a couple of days. Hey, just need some maintenance, yep. you know? And then it comes back on. Yep. And hopefully it comes back on brighter. Yep. Like that's kind of the, the, the goal, right? You always want to make these upgrades. We all want change. We all want things to get better. But how many are actually willing to change themselves and be the change you want to see in the world? So, um, you know, you are out protesting for something. Okay. This is a huge issue that I see in, 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 in protests um, is we're out protesting something going wrong. Okay. And in celebration of what of in 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 along the celebration of what we want and what our word is us being the protesters there commonly comes a place where you start pulling from or demeaning or undermining what you are protesting against and that's not an effective way to spread a message. That's not an effective way to get anything across because then it comes a me versus you situation. And I'm also, I also want to preface this with, I'm not going to speak on like, uh, like the racial protests and stuff like that. Cause I'm a fucking white man and honestly just can't relate. I know what my thoughts are on it. I've shared my thoughts on the podcast, but this is more like protesting, um, like economic, you know, equality, um, people like protesting the election results. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the lack of transparency there, yep. like things like that. Like if you are going to stand up for, well, Trump won the election and fuck Biden. Well, what's that do for you? What does that do for the overall message? It is not doing anything, not right? You need to have data backing you up. You need to have logic and reasoning within your argument. You need to have an understanding of the other side as well. And that fourth point, most, m most folks, most aggressors and a, a means of protesting don't have the first three very well unlocked. But the fourth point is very rarely there. There's very rarely an, under, an understanding of the other side of things that go wrong. Yeah, right? an understanding so, and still having your, your opinion. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's where a truly empowered and an educated person kind of comes into play mm -hmm. and se separates themselves. Hey, I, so me. I'm I'm slightly conservative leaning in terms of government and I'm you know slightly um, um, you know more liberal leaning in terms of social um, items and 
on both of those, I can see the other side. Now, I don't agree with what happened in Arkansas. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, they, they're just saying abortion's illegal, downright stupid. And um, I, 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 there, there's no words for how much of a travesty that is. It's really sad that, you know, we're living in 2021 um, and, you know, men are making rules on women's bodies. It's pretty pathetic. Uh, regardless of that, I can always see the other side. Okay. In religion, I share my religious beliefs. I can see the other side. In sports, I believe LeBron is the greatest ever. If you think Michael is, I can see your side. In football, if you don't think Brady's the greatest ever, I can't see your side. <laughs> okay. But it's important to put yourself yeah. in those shoes. You know, I had a really good conversation the other night when I was over watching UFC fight at Keith's um, about baseball with steroids versus without steroids. And most people think baseball is way better with steroids. Um, like, I mean, watching dudes hit 70, 80 home runs a fucking year and watching them just taking a mile out of the fucking ballpark. Like, that was fun. foot home runs. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, the pitchers were on steroids too. Mm-hmm. So like, it's all fucking even game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, being able to see both sides and, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. On my podcast, I decided to use very extreme, um, uh, I guess instances, right? Like. I'm not scared to talk about politics, religion, things like uh, things of the like. It's little things like me and Brandon disagree on which chapstick is the best chapstick to use. And I make sure that I can see his side and understand his point. I try to make sure I can see his side and understand his point, but I'm going to, you know, present mine as well. And it's okay to like agree to disagree, right? Well, that's effective leadership. That's step one to effective leadership. And I think step two to effective leadership is making sure that you consistently walk the walk. So now you protested or you stated your case on steroided roided out baseball being better than natty baseball, or you stated your case on the chapstick. Okay. So now when you use chapstick, you need to use the one that you stood up for. Right. Okay. Well, when, you know, you talk about the greatest baseball players of all time, you can't talk about Hank Aaron. You got to talk about guys who are roided up, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like we need to like walk the walk Mm -hmm. along with it. Okay. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So like you can't just attack, attack, attack and then expect things to change because we all want change we all want the world to change and we all want our environment to change but the reality is until we accept change internally we're not really we're not really able to change anything else it's so hard to get yourself to change it's harder to get others to change, but it becomes way fucking easier if you have a clear and concise vision and mission based off the work that you've put into yourself and you live to that standard every single day. You know, the um, there's a meme that's consistently thrown around on um, Instagram, on you know, just social media. I've seen it on Reddit a couple of times. And it's like a guy sitting in a high chair. It looks like a politician. And there's a bunch of people in the crowd. And the first side says, how many of you want change? And everyone's hands up. And the second side is how many of you want to change and everyone's hands down. Like that's kind of the world that we live yep. in. Um, like that's, that's a bunch that those aren't leaders. Um, like those are just people that are wishing for, you know, something that's illogical and irrational to actually happen. And it's not well-placed. That's not well-placed energy because you're not able to back up what you're doing. So understand the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. The better equipped you are. Remember acceptance have a vision, have a plan, and execute. It's the same thing as bodybuilding. It's the same thing as becoming the leader of a company. It's the same thing as achieving really any sort of success in sports. Um, 
You, you notice the more we talk about things, like how direct of a correlation there is to sports. Everything. Like pe- every, you can relate to anything. athletes. Fuck, there was something I was reading. Um, and I can relate it to my, um, my roster. There was something I was reading that was talking about Forbes 500 companies. Um, like 70 or 80% of the CEOs, presidents of Fortune 500 companies were athletes. Because sports teaches you at such yeah. a young age, leadership, it social does. skills, accountability, account, uh, communication, communication. I mean, all these things. Yeah, that taught work such ethic. A, I don't know where I would be without sports. I, I, I would not be what I am. You know, that's exactly. for sure. But I look at my top, my top clients. I look at my top performing coaches. I look at all these people, athletes. It's 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 people who were who were actual athletes and they were playing on a team, not just like pick up ball. Like yeah. pick up ball is a time and place stuff like that's cool, but like that's not like I'm talking about being part of a team. Yeah, because like it doesn't matter your race, your where you're from or yeah. anything. You guys are a team. Yeah. You guys have one goal, one yeah. mission together, and you work together towards that mission. Exactly. Goal. Exactly. I talked about back in basketball, we had great success. Talk about it all fair and never talk about it on it. I wasn't really friends with anyone else on the team. Like the game was over and all right, we were done. We didn't hang out, we did nothing. But when you saw us on the court, you thought we were brothers. Yeah. Like you thought we were mm-hmm. homies. Yeah. We had everything. No. We didn't. And and but that right there, that's why um, you know, in the past when I've had issues within staff or things like that, that's how I knew how to handle these issues. If I had issues within my roster, that's how I knew how to handle these issues. Because sports taught mm-hmm. that. And I mean, sports are such a fucking integral part. Like, of look, this isn't working. This is not working. Yeah. We need to communicate and figure out how and to get on it. the same page. Yeah, because we are not getting anywhere close. And it's got to happen goal. fast. Yep, because you're one drive away from getting blown out. I mean, the clock's yeah. ticking. The clock is ticking, yep. and like you're about to not score, and your defense can't stop them, and they're about to score again. I mean, dude, there's only one, one place to learn that. Like, sports are so, so, so important. But if you weren't an athlete growing up or you can't really relate to the sports, I think you can still learn this. I think, like, truly operating, like, fourth and goal, truly operating. Honestly, I would implore people, if you were an athlete, just go to a football game. and Like, actually pay attention. Go to a football game with someone who, like, cares. Actually pay attention. You will feel the energy if you're an NFL or a college stadium at like a good game, mm-hmm. you're going to feel the energy shifting between the two teams throughout the game. And you're going to realize everything I'm saying. Yep. And you're going to realize how to apply that to your life. I truly believe I remember being at the national championship game yeah. and the score was tied and the game was not close, but the score was tied. And I was like, I remember telling Megan it was 14, 14 in the first quarter. And I was like, we, this is ugly. This, like, is this is about really a really bad. Like, you could just feel it. It was done from the kickoff. Yeah. Like we, we were never in that game. Yeah. Or it was done after Trey Sermon got hurt. I should say, mm-hmm. or starting running back. Yeah. The whole game plan was around. Yeah. Back. You were texting me like, what yeah. are they saying about him? Yeah. Cause and we didn't like, get any sure updates. Yeah. I still don't even know. I never saw the play. I still don't even know what the fuck. I know yeah. he's good for the draft. But anyway, so side the point, you can feel the, the shift coming and you can watch the coaches on both teams. Not don't watch the head coach. Head coach was watching the game. The head coach has assistant coach is trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. We got to change this tide right mm-hmm. now. Like, man, when you go to an, a game and watch that, oh, it makes all of this stuff I'm talking about just makes so much fucking mm-hmm. sense, right? So, <clears throat> the speed of leader, the speed of the team, the better equipped you are, the better equipped your team is to handle whatever comes their way. Be dynamic. We don't have methods. We don't have principles. We don't have anything like that. We just, we have things that we know work versus what doesn't work. And as we continue to grow and expand, we find more things that work versus don't work. The toolbox is, is infinite. There's, there's no, 
max number of tools we can have in the toolbox. But the most important part is be what you want the world to be. So what do you want? I mean, truly says right now, you're listening to this, you're waiting in line for your cold foam, dark cocoa foam, vanilla cinnamon bullshit <laughs> at Starbucks. What the fuck do you want the world to be? Now, are you that? Are you that lighthouse? You want the lighthouse to be this? Do you emulate that lighthouse? Don't force action. Don't just tell people. Don't shove it down their throat. This is this, 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 this. No, be it. Be the action. Be about that life. Be the change. How do you want the world to change? Be that. Accept it. Become it. Watch your environment adapt to that. Episode 142. I fucking love you guys. I'll see you next time.